Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to this week's episode of I Only Have Five Minutes. This is your host, Avram Elner. I am a rabbinical student at the Ziegler School of Rabbinic Studies in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. In some ways, this week's Parsha, Parshat Toldot, feels a little bit fitting for it to be the Parsha before Thanksgiving, and perhaps not for the best of reasons. It feels fitting to me because this Parsha is a great spread of family tension and family drama, and unfortunately, it does seem that part of the holiday experience for many people is an acknowledgement of the unresolved tension, the unresolved tensions within our families. And I know that for many of us, the holidays over the past year and moving forward um, have been very different. Some of us have been gathering with our families, some of us haven't. And I believe that regardless of whether you actually are seeing family during the holidays, the time itself rustles up these feelings and rustles up these questions. And this Parsha feels like an episode of succession. You have two twins, you have Jacob and and Esau, and Jacob is favored by Rebecca, and Esau is favored by Isaac and Esau is the oldest, so he theoretically is in, not theoretically, legally, he's, he's entitled to his, his birthright as, as the oldest. And we see these two brothers grow up, and ultimately we see Jacob steal Esau's birthright, Esau, with the help of his mother, Rebecca. And Esau finds out, understandably, is very upset, and Jacob, fearing for his life, ultimately flees. And you're left there sitting with this wonder of how did it get this way? And what's, how does it happen that families can become divided so quickly? I think related to all of this is looking into the narratives that each party tells themselves about how everything went down, right? From a a traditional Jewish perspective, Jacob is on a pedestal because he's he's one of the patriarchs. He can do no wrong. But to quote a friend of mine, he's a mama's boy and he's a cheat and he doesn't act honestly or authentically. And classically, Esau is portrayed as being bad, as being the forefather of the Edomites and the Romans who would persecute future generations of Jews. And he's villainized through and through in the classical text. Yet, at the moment that he finds out that his birthright has been stolen from him, he bursts into tears and he weeps and he begs Isaac to bless him. He, he begs for the recognition from his father. And we know that from this, it, it's complicated that these, these, ten, these unresolved tensions in families 
aren't clear cut. And there are even multiple parties involved, right? That Isaac has a hand to play in this in overlooking Jacob all the time and, and favoring Esau. And Rebecca has a hand in this with giving preference to Jacob and helping him devise this plan to steal Esau's birthright. And something happens over time where the event occurs, the, the event that creates the tension occurs. And then the story about the event. Well, the truth is there isn't one story. There are multiple stories. And I think one of the things that we can learn from this Parsha is really to ask ourselves, what are the stories that we tell about the unresolved tensions within our own families? Is it possible for us to bring nuance into these narratives? Is it possible for us to acknowledge the things that we've done wrong as much as we acknowledge the things that we did right? Is it possible for us to say that we did play a role in things playing out the way that they did? Is it possible for us to not be as quick to point a sole finger at a sole individual or a sole party? And the good thing in this story is if we skip ahead to a couple Parshas, there is reconciliation. Esau and Jacob do reconcile. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm left wondering, are there ways in which all of us can take steps to resolve the unresolved tension? Because there's a period of time that passes between the event and the reconciliation in this story. And I'm wondering what can we do to, you know, to cut down on that time. And I think the starting point is recognizing that it's never as clear cut as we think it is. And we're never as perfect as we think we are. And the people we look up to, right? We look up to Jacob as, as one of the patriarchs are, are complicated. And so if we can bring that nuance into understanding our family dynamics in the same way that we try to bring that nuance into understanding the Parsha each week, I think that is a step in the right direction. So my bracha, my blessing for everybody uh, for this Shabbat is that this coming uh, Shabbat is an opportunity to think about, think about some of these questions and think about how you want to incorporate your own answers to these questions in whatever you're doing for Thanksgiving or whatever you're not doing for Thanksgiving. Thank you and Shabbat Shalom.